My name is Maurizio Langelo. I am uh, the head of customer support and uh, tra training, uh, Pulse Support Engineering. So I work in the customer support and training organization within Leonardo and uh, uh, do, uh, provide technical support to our uh, global operators, both uh, military and uh, civil. Today I'll talk you, uh, with you about uh, uh, this topic, uh, so the HAMS, uh, the evolution of uh, uh, the HAMS concept in terms of how it will help with diagnostic data and uh, real-time transmission in uh, the operator's uh, everyday uh, life. Uh, I will uh, talk a little bit about the contest, uh, since uh, I deeply believe that we are in a, a moment in which uh, a, a transformation in, into uh, all the industrial sectors is taking place, and it's about the digital technology. Uh, there are some uh, keywords uh, IoT, digital transformation, industry 4.0, that probably means uh, all and nothing. So uh, what I would like to share with you is what's uh, Leonardo view about it, and with a, a, a typical uh, view from, uh, not only from the manufacturing side, but at the support side uh, too. And of course then I will uh, dip a little bit into our solution. So, probably everybody knows uh, what a dash button is. It's a very simple example of IoT, that is Internet of Things. It's a simple device that is connected to the Internet autonomously without any human interaction. You just click and you have your account built with a replenishment of, of the dash. Of course, uh, what's the basic element uh, of the IoT uh, in uh, our helicopters? In a meter, we have different accelerometers that are on the helicopters. Those accelerometers get data, gets raw data, important data, because they have to do with the health and safety of the helicopter itself. It is important to say uh, that uh, uh, in the next few years, as you may see, the number of devices or the IoTs that will be connected autonomously into the internet will be much more than the people that actually it's connected to the internet. This is the meaning of the picture that you see uh, on the left side of this slide. And if you put uh, uh, some tagging technology with such devices, such as RFIDs or GPS, then some potential uh, things can, uh, may happen. Those things that are connected uh, with internet, with no human interaction, will generate lots of data. Okay, and of course, uh, aviation will be a part of the amount of data that uh, over in the next years will be generated. As you may see here, I just draw some numbers. Uh, our uh, modern helicopters, such as 199 and 169, can generate in a couple of other flights half giga. Of course, this is not the maximum uh, amount of data that can be stored and generated by the helicopter. But this is the amount of data that we are starting to use, and it's not uh, all of that, and I will give you a little bit of uh, insights uh, later on. But the question is, what are we going to do with such data? Of course, now we are talking about the usage of data in terms of business because of basically some simple things. First of all, the capacity power of our computers has raised a lot. 
and this is a fact. The second fact is that the storage capability has increased dramatic, dramatically and the cost has uh, lowered down. The third one is the fact that, uh, uh, let's say, the digital analytics uh, are there, are not really cheap, but the technology is there. So now with this large amount of data, you can do something if you uh, are able to analyze them, have a platform, of course, to use it and analyze them on time. And here are some uh, applications, some possible applications. Uh, we have seen, uh, uh, and I will give you some examples later on, of fuel consumption uh, uh, costs that have been lowered into uh, the aviation companies. Uh, parts pricing, and of course what I am interested more, and probably uh, who is in the same business, is interested more in maintenance predictions. Industry 4.0. This is just to say that uh, Imagine uh, the machinery in a, a shop in, in a shop floor that are connected together, that talks together with the algorithm that uh, are driven by the operational intelligence that is within uh, a manufacturing plant. You can develop some uh, uh, algorithm uh, algorithms. Uh, you can talk about uh, uh, the uh, machine learning uh, and so on. Of course. Uh, all of these things we are developing inside Leonardo, not only inside Leonardo helicopters, for sure, but uh, it's not only this. We would like to bring uh, those benefits in terms of reduced cost, improved quality, uh, even in, uh, in another field that is uh, the after-sale uh, market. How? With a, a long-term support contracts, for instance, we uh, can see that uh, in the next future, probably the uh, contracts, such as the pass by the hour, will be reduced. And some of this benefit will be shared, of course, with uh, uh, our customers. In addition to that, of course, it is possible that uh, some new markets uh, or some new services can, uh, uh, can become real. I will give you some example in, uh, let's say, in a, another industrial sector that is automotive. If you live in a congested uh, city like uh, I do in Milan, uh, there is a, a car sharing that is boosting a lot. Uh, this is uh, a, an example of an oil and gas company, uh, INI, probably uh, most of you know knows that. So it's an oil company that has decided to invest into, into this business. Between 2016 and 2015, there has been one million of new users in Italy. Uh, basically, we're talking about Milan and, uh, and Rome. So, and you may see uh, how it's not simple, but how an old, uh, an old, between brackets, object like a car that has its own devices to be tagged and monitored to a GPS can create, uh, for instance, uh, a new business. Another uh, example that I feel very uh, close uh, to the connected helicopter is the connected car. Tesla is, uh, is an example, and of, of course the service is one of the selling points uh, that uh, Tesla is using into its market and into its advertising. And most important of, of all, as you may see, uh, what they promise. They promise uh, over the year updates, they mean software updates, no shop stop. You can improve your car just by uh, software updates that comes directly from uh, the technician that are working in Tesla. Remote diagnostic, that means that if your car has any problem, then somebody can fix 
it because it can talk directly with the car. Smart alerts. We know something. Uh, probably can be an email, can be an, an alert that pops up on uh, the screen of your car. And probably later on I will show you something more on the helicopters. So, things are moving. We are not seeing as Leonardo. We are not self-referential. But we are looking also what other businesses are doing. But let's uh, step back a little bit into general aviation application. This is just something that I put down from the online press. So it's quite accessible to everybody. It's, uh, it's uh, uh, numbers that, of course, uh, are larger than probably can be achievable in the helicopter markets. But I think that uh, each of you can just make some uh, uh, thought and discussion on that. The first example is about Alitalia. I know that probably Alitalia is not uh, doing pretty well, but at least they've been able to save 45, 46 million in two years and a half just for fuel consumption. It's not only about engines. Uh, another field that is very important is in the avionics. AFDX is an uh, uh, avionic bus, high-speed bus that we pass, sorry, that we are using on 169 and 189. So of course, uh, data can flow at, at high-speed velocity, as you may see, and can be stored on our computers. And of course, this generates data that are there to be uh, processed because those data by themselves doesn't do anything if you don't process them. And then uh, the hams. Uh, this is an example of how, which is the, the return of investment for uh, an airframe, for instance, for uh, an, uh, a, an, uh, an airplane uh, that, that is working. The numbers are impressive. Of course, they uh, go from 10,000 to 150,000. And we may do the same uh, calculation with helicopters. But uh, just to give you a rough idea what that means HAMS in terms of reducing the AOG times and reduce the, the scheduled and the scheduled maintenance. Looking at the helicopters, I've not seen uh, any uh, big example in the, in the online press and the literature. But uh, I would like to suggest to you uh, a kind of uh, SWOT analysis. That means, what does it mean to apply a uh, digital transformation within the helicopter market? Of course, there are some strengths that because the uh, diagnostics are pretty advanced in the helicopter, such as on the, uh, on the airplanes. And we see uh, lots of things that uh, are coming up. Yesterday, uh, you probably have uh, attended to the panel, to the connected helicopter, you listen to the bell, uh, what they are doing in terms uh, and Airbus also, uh, and ourselves, we are doing lots of things. Uh, we, we see, in, of course, uh, an evolution of the diagnostic systems, and it's quite there, and we can see that. There are some weaknesses, because as we touched point uh, yesterday, the flights are different, the missions are different. The mission on helicopter is not going to from A to B, uh, just taxi, take off, cruise, and then land but it's something uh, more complex. Uh, the length of the flights are shorter, and this is another issue, but there are lots of opportunities. There are lots of opportunities, and we have to go there and extract, uh, extract those opportunities. And of course, there are some threats, because uh, when we start to think about the fact that data should be shared 
between operators, between the operators and the OEM, and between the OEM and the operators, then we talk about a legal, a legal agreement, discussion. It's uh, not really as easy as to say, as, as we are saying that. We spend lots of time in, in uh, making a legal, legal agreement with our customer in order to have such exchange of data. We have uh, touched point the cybersecurity. It's scary. If uh, uh, the helicopter is in the internet and is autonomous, as we've seen before, it, it gets a big IoT, then it's exposed to uh, cyber attacks. And no one wants to imagine what, what, what can be possible, of course. Then uh, there are, of course, return on investment, because for sure there will be some investments in information technology. And last but not least, and I would like to underline, there is a, probably an issue in terms of privacy, so private data management. I think that uh, you all are familiar with this picture. That means that we are already there. Uh, the sensor uh, gathers data, the data then flows into the internet. Today is today. Probably we can say yesterday. Uh, it's uh, through uh, a data acquisition unit, plus Wi-Fi, USB, memory sticks, that's going to the internet. And then we have processed it uh, with our uh, LY station, ground station, for instance, that it's the station that managed the HAMS data for uh, AW products. Which data are we going to use? Everybody probably is familiar with HAMS data. Transmission, vibration, monitoring, lot of track and balance, faults, usage, accidents, and so on. Everybody is familiar with the customer FDM. There are for sure new uh, sources because some of our suppliers, uh, for instance, the engine manufacturer or hoists, uh, are putting their own devices on, uh, on their components that can send the data somewhere. And there is the extended data monitoring. That is a concept that I will explain to you a little while. As I told you before, up to now there are lots of data that now are not in the HAMS side and not in the FDM side, are actually recording that are not shared with us, but that is possible to share to do what? To uh, do some specific troubleshooting on specific events, uh, investigation, and continuous improvement of the helicopter. And this is true for helicopter components and for also for third-party components, such as oysters and, uh, and engines. That means that uh, all those recordings that actually are on our helicopters will be then, once processed, once shared, first of all, with us, then will be processed, and then the benefit will, uh, will be reflected back uh, into the operator field. And this is uh, quite important. Uh, this is to underline the importance of the data sharing. If you want an example, for instance, of a real-time transmission of an accident, this is an FDM uh, example. This is an overspeed of, a, of an engine, okay? Just uh, let's uh, put this example just to understand what we are talking about. In most of the cases, an overspeed has no action as a final result, because if the parameters says that you are within the limits, then you have to do nothing, simply nothing, okay? Try to imagine what does it mean to know it while the helicopter is in flight and while the fact is happening. You know it right away. When the helicopter uh, just uh, touched the ground, you know that it's already 
uh, able to uh, be dispatched for the next flight. Time zero. What does it happen now? You download the data, you process the data, you go into the manual, you see that, probably say, oh, no action, no action uh, to be taken. Of course, it takes time. Or you know that an action should be taken. That means that before the helicopter lands, you can uh, do uh, multiple things. You can prepare your maintenance team, or you can prepare a backup helicopters. Do you save time? Yes, we think so. So this is the reason why we are looking to in-flight uh, transmission solution. Of course, our uh, solution will be flexible. And uh, since we are receiving lots of inputs from our customer, if, for instance, there is an offshore operator that flies off the seas, probably the only network that is capable to connect the helicopter to, uh, to the internet, to ourselves, is uh, the satellite network, so we need a satellite communication. Can we uh, do a complete stream of HAMS data or FDM data? No, it, it, it's, it's not worthy. The network, if, even if uh, the network capability are increasing and the costs are raising down, there is still a cost. So probably it's not really meaningful to have the complete stream of uh, information, but we are concentrating only on the exceedance of HAMS if we are reaching a threshold, for instance, or if there is a critical fault, or if there is any parameter exceedance. Then when you start to approach the ground and you get connected with a 4G, 3G network, then it's possible to have the complete set of T1, Merit B, and so on, but not the entire stream of HAMS data. You won't do anything with that. Once you touch the ground, you have your Wi-Fi, ISP connection, then you can stream all the data that you want without, uh, without any problem. So this is basically our philosophy. In the project, yes, the project is taking shape. We are working together in a strong collaboration with CSE and with SkyTrack on a project of real-time data transmission. Actually, we achieved on 21st of September the first flight, and let me tell you something uh, more about it, using, of course, the Redim network and uh, using uh, the, uh, the Skytrag ISA 200A. And uh, the most important things is that we have been able to generate uh, an alert just to test the system and have it immediately processed on ground through Airway Station, plus an email has been sent to uh, the CHC uh, managers. Basically, the system is, uh, is this one, and it's quite simple. Not really simple because, of course, there, there has been lots of the engineering that uh, uh, took place uh, uh, between ourselves and Skytrack. We have, uh, of course, loaded some of the HAMS library within uh, uh, the uh, Skytrack ISAT. So it's uh, capable to uh, catch the data from the helicopter, process, and send an alert uh, through uh, the reading network. As I told you, an email plus the data to uh, the ground station. But it's not all, because there is bidirectional channel. So it is possible uh, for some specific condition, if the threshold should be adjusted, then it's possible to do uh, over the air. Do you remember the Tesla example? We are there. And this is what, what has happened. This is the Den Helder uh, flight of 139. You may see the, uh, the email. Did you receive the email? Right. <laughs> and some, some data and parameters that 
was generating the DLF on an IGB just just for test. Of course, we are uh, not looking uh, only to uh, 139, but we are looking to all the family product. Of course, uh, if we see 169, 189, they have a most advanced uh, avionic that is installed. As I told you, we have AFDX. We have an AMMC that is capable to store uh, some maintenance data and flight data over 10 uh, flight hours of data. This uh, computer is capable to uh, record this amount of uh, time. Then uh, through uh, a dedicated bus, uh, those data are pulled to uh, uh, DTD, and then to, uh, the Ethernet is sent to, to the radio, uh, to the Skytrack, for instance, and then it's broadcasted on, uh, on the network. And then all the data goes to the Airwise server, uh, that is our server, to have those data uh, processed. Of course, uh, this is uh, an important uh, flow of data, but uh, as uh, I told you before, it's only data that are coming from the helicopter, but in order to get that uh, advantage that I was uh, talking with you before, we need to integrate multiple sources of data, and this a little bit more complex uh, project. Of course, the S-built configuration, it's data that we know, from uh, uh, our plans. What we don't know is uh, the customer data because it's the service uh, uh, configuration that is uh, something a little bit more complicated and not only. For instance, the removal, the flight times, the EOG condition, the EOG times, those are a set of information that of course are of interest for everybody. Plus the warehouse data, that means the availability of, of spare parts and so on. So this uh, are the main uh, data source, and this is what will constitute the data lake on which we will take uh, the uh, information from. So, basically, uh, just some uh, little conclusion. As probably I've explained, the IoT is already embedded. That is, the basic element of the digital revolution is embedded into our helicopters. And uh, we expect, of course, uh, much from this technology, we are investing in this technology. We are working to provide an optimized approach because we feel like we are not riding a train, but we want to constitute a train. And of course, our first goal is to bring value uh, at the end to the customer. So maybe in the next future, just click your Amazon button, you get spare parts or a helicopter, brand new 169 or 189, who knows? Thank you.